Hello, my name is Devin. I am a mom of four. I live in Utah and I currently make about $4,000 a month playing video games. What's up? What's up, Nick? Oh, Loper here. Welcome to the Sign Hustle Show because building extra income streams is empowering. You just heard Devin Ricks at the top of the show. And the first thing that came to mind for me when she said she was making money playing video games was maybe she's like a popular Twitch streamer or something, but I was wrong on that. Ready? Let's do it. I have zero presence on Twitch and a very, very small presence on YouTube. So the way that I have made this side hustle work is I actually teach kids how to play video games. I'm an online teacher with a company called OutSchool. OutSchool is just this really awesome hub of classes, everything from algebra to pottery to piano to video games. And so I offer different video game classes and kids can enroll in my classes And they get to come and play video games with me. I help them with maybe levels that they're having a hard time with or solving puzzles in different video games. And I get paid to play with them. Wow, that's so cool and very inspiring. OutSchool is this peer-to-peer marketplace where there's parents and kids on one side, focused on K through 12 age group for the sake of reference and, and their parents. And on the other side is this group of teachers putting up their own classes and usually live taught group classes where, okay, we're going to gather at this time virtually, and we're going to go through this subject matter. And then sometimes we're going to do it every Tuesday for four weeks or something like that. Is that the case? Or so you have kind of a set schedule, like, you know, Tuesday afternoons, we're doing this Wednesday afternoons, we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. So without school, it's usually a once a week meeting. Mine are social clubs. So we meet once a week from now until I can't make it work for my schedule anymore. Sometimes teachers will have it be for four weeks or three weeks for specific classes, but it's exactly that. It's just this online space. We usually, we meet through Zoom and the students sign in and then I just am there and kind of guiding the conversation, making sure everyone gets a turn, making sure everyone is heard. But it's this safe space where students are able to come and meet other people who like video games like they do. Because unlike adults, kids, they don't have the right tools to navigate the internet. So it's hard for them to find these social groups for online play. And so what OutSchool does is it has created this space where teachers are background checked and parents feel safe letting their children log in online. All the sessions are recorded and then they can play together and it's a good environment for them. Yeah, we would call this a buy buttons platform. You know, go where the cash is already flowing. And here's a platform that has a built-in audience where it's relatively easy. It's got to go through this background check process. You got to come up with an idea of what you're going to teach, but relatively easy to put your thing out there for sale and have people come and do business with you. And actually you kind of sparked an idea here because like my son and his friend in California, like they've hung out on Zoom doing like Lego builds way more than they've ever hung out in person. And it's like, oh, I wonder if there's like a Lego building class where you could do like, okay, different challenges or something. So people with different pieces could still try and build a, okay, today we're going to build a bird or something. Like, I don't know. Um, that would be really interesting. Oh, there's it- definitely Lego classes. I have a good friend who teaches Lego classes. Oh, okay. and yeah. She'll be like, this is the inspiration. You create your own version. And so then everyone's building their own Legos with what they have. But yeah, that's totally a thing. <laughs> oh, all right. Some, well, somebody beat me to it. But so maybe maybe that kind of leads into the next thing. Were there other teachers already doing the video game thing? Or was that kind of like, I'm going to try and carve out this little blue ocean piece of this marketplace? 
Oh, I certainly was not the first. There are lots and lots of video game teachers. A lot of teachers who teach the exact same video games that I do because I mostly teach Switch games. But the beauty of OutSchool is it's an international platform, right? So there are some teachers in Australia who are doing things that I'm doing, but that I can't do at the same time, right? And then there are teachers in the US and things that are overlapping with my timeframes. But the nice thing is, is there's so many students, so many parents that you can market to that there is plenty of space for educators in any field, not just in video games, but like if you go on there and you look at English teachers, there's tons of them, right? I'm one of them also. I teach a little bit of writing, but there's still room for other people because there's no one who teaches like you do. I bring everything that I have, my own personality, my perspective on games would be totally different than yours, Nick, if you were to teach the exact same video game that I'm teaching. Okay. Did you do anything to set your listing apart when you first started or gain those first few students to take a chance and roll the dice with Miss Devin? Well, one of the best things that I did was I made a good video for my profile. So OutSchool gives you the opportunity to have a headshot, a video, and a description. And if you have those three things and they are really well done, then you are going to find those students. OutSchool likes to promote new teachers. There's also some Facebook groups that you can market your classes, like, you know, $5 off your first class or a free first class or whatever it is. And I did a lot of that as a starting out teacher and I had some success there, but OutSchool just does such a good job marketing for you that you're able to just kind of create your classes, tweak your keywords. And parents want to try new teachers. They like to try new teachers, especially if they have a lower price point. So I didn't have to do anything special for it. Now, obviously, OutSchool blew up during pandemic and remote learning. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any signs of that tapering off as things you know, go back to quote unquote normal? Well, I was not a teacher during the pandemic. I feel like I missed that little moment, you know, but okay. I have four daughters. I was dealing with it on my own anyway. Sure, sure. But, you know, it was a huge spike. But I think the beauty of that spike was that now a lot of parents know about OutSchool. Of course, there are not as many learners as there were in 2020, but that doesn't mean that these people aren't coming back. There's still students who come and take OutSchool classes after school, or a lot of my students are homeschooled students because I teach while my daughters are at school themselves. Okay. And then there is an option for pre-recorded, like if you wanted to pre-record your tutorial on how to beat Zelda in two hours. I don't know what it would be, (laughs) but like that is an option too, but you have a more structured as like, you know, social hour, come hang out and we'll, and we'll play together. Exactly. Yeah. And the pre-recorded ones lend themselves more to the academic side. So I do have a pre-recorded class. It's a Zelda creative writing class. And so it gives learners an opportunity to go at their own pace. So there's a lot of pre-recorded math classes and photography things with video games. It is harder because you want that social aspect, right? That's the big draw of it. But with other subjects, you can totally do pre-recorded, put it there, passive income, students are enrolling. All you have to do is post the yeah. different assignments for the different days and it's just making money while you sleep, right? Yeah, that's that's the dream, right? Um, it is. <laughs> how do you have your pricing set up for, like, for the group uh, video game classes? So OutSchool is a place where you can choose your own prices. They recommend $10 to $15 per student per hour. And then OutSchool takes 30%. Most of my classes are about $13 per hour per student. And then I get to choose how many students I have in a class. So a good example is I have a Breath of the Wild class, which is a Zelda game, and it meets twice a week. And each student pays $13 per day. So they're paying $26 per week. 
And then OutSchool takes 30%. And in that class, I have 12 students. That is my highest grossing class. 12 students, $26 a week. I bring in a little under 200 for just those two days that I do, those two hours. 100 bucks an hour playing video games. Not a bad gig if you can get it. It's really not. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. I have a Mario Kart one. I have a Super Smash Bros. class, all sorts of them. (laughs) Okay. And have you found that I'm going to cast a wide net. I'm going to put a bunch of different options out there and then certain ones gain more traction than others. Absolutely. And that's one of the best things about OutSchool too, is they have some built-in systems so you can see how many views you're getting per class, how many enrollments, what's your re-enrollment rate, what's your income. So I have probably 20 classes posted on OutSchool. And of those 20, most of my schedule is made up of like four games because those are the ones that the students want. That's what the parents are looking for. But I have to stay on top of current trends, right? So I just barely added a class for Kirby and the Forgotten Land because it came out, you know, a week and a half ago. And so my catalog is always changing depending on what's popular. Okay. Is 20 the the limit or maybe you work your way up to that tier after you have some social credibility on the platform? Yeah. And what I've done with my classes is as my classes fill up, I raise the prices. So my students who have been with me for a while, they may have a lower price because they get grandfathered in. But new students, when those spots are more desirable, when they're harder to get, all of a sudden they're more willing to pay more for it, right? Supply and demand. Yeah. Now, aside from being just a fun experience of hanging out and playing, are you doing anything to keep kids coming back week after week, or probably more accurately, the parents keep coming back and and uh, hanging out every every week? Well, there's a couple of things that I try to do. Number one is be my best, right? Just bring my energy, bring my expertise. I do not teach classes that I don't know anything about the games because I don't feel yeah. like that's authentic. The other thing is I try to plan little mini activities to do every now and then because we do see each other so often. So like I've created a Zelda Jeopardy game that I've played with my students, a couple iterations of it. I've created a Zelda virtual escape room. I have crossword puzzles, word searches. We'll do scavenger hunts. So I always try and have something in my pocket as like an activity to fill the time. But for the most part, it's just if parents like me and if kids like me, then they keep coming back. And if they don't, then they go and find someone that they do. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. They find somebody else they resonate with. But if they like hanging out with you and I imagine if it becomes part of their schedule where, well, Tuesday afternoon is is Miss Devon time and where exactly. you know, it becomes just part of the routine, part of the monthly budget. And you imagine people would stick around for a long time and maybe they feed you even ideas. Well, here's the new game that just came out. You got to, let's go play this one. Absolutely. Oh, my students give me all the ideas. And it's nice because I ask them, I'm like, what games are you playing? What games are you excited about? Because there are some games that I might want to play that my students aren't really playing just depending on it. But if I have 10 students, and this is why I started with Kirby and the Forgotten Land and Pokemon Unite, I had no intentions of playing either of those. But class after class, my students were like, do you have this social club? I'd love to come to this social club. I was like, all right, I'll learn how to play and I'll make one and we'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like 
LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Any other out school marketing best practices. You mentioned the you know profile video and you know, bringing some energy and positivity to that, and then creating several different listings to potentially you know capitalize on keyword search and see what you know what resonates, what gets the most demand. But anything else you found effective for getting visitors to your listings and then converting them to be, yeah, I'm going to give this one a shot. Yeah, what I recommend, it's a funneling system, right? So what you do is you do a one-time class, 25-minute one-time class, because then parents feel like there's no commitment. So what I would do would be something like a one-time Animal Crossing class, come to my island and I'll give you you know, fruits or whatever they need. And then after that class, I'll email the parents and say, hey, your student really loved this one-time class. Why don't you sign up for my ongoing class and we can play every week together. And so that funneling system is a really smart way to do marketing on your own. Another good way to do it as you're just barely starting out, if OutSchool interests you at all, what you should do is put a couple of different subjects out there in a couple of different categories. Because when I started, I was teaching Spanish, writing, Oreo chocolate dipping. I had a little bit of video games. I was just kind of trying to find my place, trying to find my people. And I honestly, I thought when I started teaching without school, I thought for sure I'm going to be teaching Spanish and I'm going to be teaching writing. And now I don't have any Spanish classes and I only have one writing class every other month. So you need to cast a wide net of those one-time classes just so that parents have a chance to find you. Yeah, this is really interesting. You know, podcasting class, the Lego building class, the, I don't know, we played a lot of old school Mario Kart, if there would be some way to stream and like play competitively against each other, I imagine the technology uh, is out there. Do you foresee there being an opportunity to to create, I don't know if you'd have any desire to do this anyways, but to create like the Miss Devon standalone you know, platform where now all of a sudden you're not paying the 30% fee? I think that would be cool to do someday. I've thought about it a lot, of course, being independent. But the thing that I love about OutSchool is 
that safety that parents feel. It's really hard to convey that off platform. You know what I mean? But what I do want to do, one of my big goals is to become what's called an organization on OutSchool, which means I can hire other teachers to teach my classes. Because as I mentioned, there's way more students than I could ever teach. And I'm even running into this now. A lot of my classes are starting to fill up. And so my goal is to become an organization where I hire subcontractors and I say, okay, Nick, on Tuesdays at four o'clock, you're going to be playing Breath of the Wild. And Ben, on Mondays at three o'clock, you're going to be playing Animal Crossing. And then you have access to my pool of students. And basically, you have the Miss Devon seal of approval. Yep, you guys are going to like this teacher. And then that way, I'm earning additional passive income because as you're teaching, then I get to take a little chunk of it. Okay. Yeah. So now you've graduated to you know the owner of the school, so to speak, and you're hiring teachers underneath you. Is that a typical progression? Like your teacher gets popular and then they expand their course offerings in response to student feedback. And then I think as we had a teacher Jade on the show last year, and she kind of mentioned the same thing. Well, I'm teaching, you know, the five paragraph essay, and then I added these other classes and now I'm bringing on teachers underneath me to free up my time. It's like, this is a great income. This is a great hourly rate, but it's still hours for dollars. So it's like, well, here's a way to kind of remove myself a little bit from some of this process. Exactly. Well, and it's interesting you mentioned Teacher Jade because I actually am one of her subcontractors. I teach oh, okay. a, an essay writing class for her like once a month or so because I love writing, right? But it's hard to fit it into my regular schedule, but she has it on hers. And then it's also a great way for me to meet other students. So there have been students that have been in that essay writing class that I'm like, hey, if you like video games, come play with me. And then vice versa, as parents message me and say, hey, do you have any writing classes? I say, you know, I teach for Teacher Jade's Writing Academy. Go check it out and see what you can find. Yeah, that's really interesting and and exciting for for her and for you too is that there's benefits on both sides like you said you're tapping mm-hmm. into this new student base that you might otherwise not have had access to and and maybe that's a shortcut to building an audience so to speak on this platform it's like well if i could get under the wing of some other teacher that already has some following and some experience the other side of that is if you get people signing up and they're like, well, no, I want to play with Devin. <laughs> like, do, do you foresee that being an issue? I mean, you got to find like really fun teachers, obviously, to come and be your sub-teachers in your organization. But I'm just curious, like if you, or maybe even Jade has gotten that feedback of, well, we want to work directly with, with her. Yeah. And you know, that is something I've thought about a lot. And just like any job, there's an interview process and I haven't set that up yet. But as I vet teachers to see who would be good fits Obviously, not everyone is going to be a good fit, but not everyone has to be the same as me. So a good example is like my husband, he plays Breath of the Wild. He's much better than I am. He likes to do more of like the adventure and combat and he gets like very, you know, into that kind of thing. And so I've thought often, I'm like, well, once I'm an organization, you could be one of my teachers. And then and we've joked about it. We'll be like, you'll be Mr. Devin. You know? <laughs> So it is, you have to find the right people. And Jade, as I was interviewing for the position, she had mentioned to me that there were a couple people she interviewed and just, you know, weren't right. And she was like, I like your energy and it matches my energy. So I think as a teacher hiring those subcontractors, you just have to find people that your students are going to like, that you think will speak the language that they're looking for. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So you mentioned becoming an organization yourself. That's exciting. You mentioned, hey, most of this stuff happens when my own daughters are at school. Like it sounds like there's a flexible schedule element to this. What's what's next for Miss Devin? Where do you want to take this thing? 
Well, I've been working a little bit on my YouTube channel because I want to work that as another funnel just so that people, you know, you think about someone, there are lots of YouTubers that my students talk about. And I want to be one of those YouTubers that people talk about because then they're going to look for my out school classes, right? So I really want to build up my YouTube presence. I want to create my organization and just keep playing video games, really. (laughs) Very cool. We'll definitely link up your uh, OutSchool profile, your YouTube channel, MissDevin.com. Check her out over there. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. Just start. You know, you've got to start. You may find something amazing, like what I found for me, or, or it may not be something amazing, but if you just sit on the sidelines and watch other people do this, you're always going to wish that you had started sooner. Yeah. I think it's really encouraging actually to hear that you didn't hit the pandemic wave because with teacher Jade, you know, no discredit to her, but she, you know, I was one of the first hundred teachers on the platform. And so, yes. you know, she got in like really early and rode that wave. It's like, Hey, no, there's still opportunity to come in after the fact and mm-hmm. still carve out a space. And like you said, Hey, I'm only playing a handful of games. There's a this whole library of other potential games out there. We're just scratching the surface here. Lots of opportunities there. Go where the cash is already flowing and it's flowing on this OutSchool platform. Devin, really appreciate you joining me and hope to catch up soon. Yep. Thanks, Nick. Have a good one. All right. Hope you enjoyed that chat with Devin. Love the positive spirit. Love the creative way to monetize a hobby and definitely love all of the little marketing nuggets she shared as well. Definitely a side hustle I never would have considered a few years ago, but here it is. It's a reality today. And if you had told me that people would be making 50 to 100 bucks an hour playing Zelda when I was a kid, I would have been thrilled with that. My brother and I were just talking about this the other day, how if you plopped us down in Hyrule today, we would still remember you know, which trees to burn down to open up a secret cave, where to go find this special sword, all this stuff that's still occupying brain space 30 years later. But in any case, big thanks to Devin for sharing her insight. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're finding value in this content, the greatest compliment is to share it with a friend. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show, which is a big one. It is episode 500. Can you believe it? I will see you then. Hustle on.